Sunday, March 31, 2019, 5.47 p.m. Hi, C. I had a hard time sleeping last night because I was so cold. My sleeping bag and blanket eventually warmed me up and I got so comfortable that I slept in. I missed the rollout time for the ride today, but I was considering not riding anyway because of the cold weather and the winds. I woke up and ate my breakfast with my tent neighbor and her three small children. They were so good, and we spoke at length about pancakes and school and dinosaurs. I got to know the parent a little better, too. It was great. I then started to pack all my things. The fretting and procrastinating about it took longer than the actual thing. Not being able to text Buffalo Chick in the morning felt unnatural. We were still able to say goodnight, and I received her good morning text when I finally had signal after leaving the park. She also texted hoping I was okay. Texted her a bit more after I got home. I feel so tired and I've sneezed at least 50 times today. Eyes are itchy. I think this is the first time I've ever experienced seasonal allergies, but it's probably because I've never really been outdoors this much before. I unloaded my car and determined I now have a love-hate relationship with camping. I have thought of E briefly during the trip back. I let the thought stay, wished her well, and it eventually went away. I did start to imagine what it would be like if she came back, but I quickly shut that down as a fruitless endeavor. I'm getting a little worried about my feelings for Buffalo Chick. It's pretty clear what must be done for my self-preservation, but my survival instincts aren't working properly, or something, because I am enjoying having her in my daily life so much. I suppose I'm curious as to how this is going to go and how far. I also know that if I don't do what I can, I'll probably end up regretting something and beating myself up for it. I sometimes think of the opposite though. Like what about taking a chance on myself for once? I'm trying to convince myself that those things aren't mutually exclusive. I've just been in bed lazing about. I'm not sure why I'm tired since I didn't really do much today aside from packing up and driving. I'm still a little sore from the hills though. I'm starting to feel needy about Buffalo Chick, but I'm resisting the urge to be demanding. It's kind of hard to focus and I almost feel lost because I have no defined thing to focus on for now. Kind of like I'm overwhelmed by all the choices of what I can do, and I end up in bed hiding away from everything like I am now. Thank you, C. Monday, April 1, 2019, 7.20 p.m. Hi, C. I slept early last night. I just zonked out. I didn't wake up until 5.30. I texted Buffalo Chick, I think. It's okay. Feeling her pull away. I don't like it. Oh well. 
We still told each other last night what we're doing today. I'm trying to manage or even get rid of my hopes and expectations for this. I'm just not sure how. I'm not sure what is appropriate. I'm trying to tune into how I feel, but I don't trust it. I'm afraid of coming off as clingy and weird if I express my wants or what want to clarify anything. She is being distant, and we haven't done any sexting at all. I will have to talk to her about it. Please help me out tomorrow. I got out of bed finally, and I took care of some online stuff for my dad. I fed, I fed Casper and then had breakfast. I showered and got ready for the day. I rocked Casper like a baby, and I told him I love him. I left to go to the Natural Science Museum. I paid for my ticket and saw they offered tours. I signed up for one that was coming up. It turned out I was the only person in the group, so I got a private tour. I didn't have a reason to give the guide except the truth that this was an exercise in facing my fears. I just focused on what he was saying, but I couldn't help but be surprised when he said, there's a chance some dinosaurs can probably climb trees. I was pleasantly surprised by an art exhibit within the museum and enjoyed the colors immensely. It made me realize I've been craving color for a while. I thought I would eat at one of my favorite restaurants, and I did. Then I had a bike shop adjust my bike seat. I'm really worried about it because my butt hurts now when it didn't before. I'll have to get over this current hurt, then see if it happens again. I have little time left. I then bought the dog toys for Buffalo Chick for losing our game. I don't know why I keep wanting to skip town. I might even leave again next week, and maybe I'll be okay with having just one session. It feels like that might that time might be getting near now. I feel like I'm afraid. As I was leaving the museum earlier, I felt the loneliness wash over me. I couldn't understand it. I was having a great time by myself. And then I just felt so lonely. I felt lonely while I was just at the store, looking at car maintenance things. I think they reminded me of I, somehow. I was missing her again. I was wondering if she missed me too, and whether she's found someone. She probably hasn't. And whether I was really meant to be with her, no matter how screwy our situation was. I went home and cleaned up a bit inside my car. This is the last cold day of the season, and I'm scared about that too. I wanted to ride tonight, but I didn't plan well enough for it. I'm mostly just upset about not being able to talk to Buffalo Chick properly. She's pulling away, and I really don't like it. I feel so uncomfortable. I'm not cream cheesy yet. I think, but I don't want to get there. She says she's impressed by my cycling adventures. I took it and said thank you. I also tried to remind her 
that I have so many concerns and worries and hesitations and fears. She thought I seemed confident. I don't feel confident at all. I'm doubting myself almost all the time. Thank you, C. It looks like I'll see you at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Monday, April 1st, 2019, 10.25 p.m. C., I will have to cancel April 9 and convert April 12 to a phone session if possible, please. Sorry about the late text and schedule change. I just made the plan now and bought tickets. I'm going to L.A. and San Diego next week to see my friend and we're going to go to a cryptocurrency convention together. I got invited to it for free. See you tomorrow. I'm going to read a screenshot of a text exchange from Buffalo Chick and I. And I said, I just want to make sure you and I are okay. She said, I think I need to tell you I've been talking to someone else. She lives near me. I don't want to mislead you and want to continue to text and be friends, but I think you hope for more. And I said, I'm glad you told me. I've noticed a change. It's been a few weeks. Yes, I was hoping for more, but I was trying to keep it in check due to the circumstances. She said, the circumstances suck. Husband, Distant, distance, my head all over the place. And I said, I'm very happy for you, Buffalo Chick. You do deserve all the happiness in the world. You're a great person and you will not end up alone. And I told my therapist that it fizzled out sooner than I thought, but I'll have to be okay with this. Tuesday, April 2, 2019. 1.43 p.m. You will be okay, my therapist said. You will be okay with this and at least you know now. I'm sorry, though. And I replied, thank you. I'll be okay eventually. I just have to feel the feels and learn the lessons. Tuesday, April 2, 2019. 5.54 p.m. Hi, C. Yesterday, when I got home from the museum and errands, I was texting with Buffalo Chick, and she told me she was exhausted. Just a Monday, she claimed. She said goodnight early. I then spoke to my friend about life in general, and he mentioned that he's going to a cryptocurrency convention in L.A. He said if I wanted to come, he will find a way for me to get a free ticket to the convention. I said I want to go, and I started looking at plane tickets too. We confirmed their plans, and we were both very happy. I also spoke to my friend who lives in Thailand, but who grew up in Katy, and I was glad that he was well. I slept soundly. I woke up to the sound of Buffalo Chick texting. Again, I found that she was there, but was non-responsive. I think I went back to sleep. I had breakfast and then went to go see you. I didn't feel all that good. 
but I knew I wanted to find out what was going on with Buffalo Chick. I didn't have too long to wait. After a little prodding, and all, her almost making an excuse that her schedule is messed up because of some standardized test, I found out that she was talking to another girl and that she lied to me about her whereabouts once. She spent the night once at her friend's place, but she was in reality with the other person. I wished her well and said that what she did hurt and I didn't deserve that. She was baffled that I was so nice and why am I not angry at her and said she knew what I, that I wasn't mean. I said I had no control over how she felt. She kept apologizing. I think one last time she did. I didn't know what to say anymore. I didn't think it's even appropriate to be friends because I don't want to be around someone who would lie to me. I called my friend after finding out. As usual, he was cooing and validating me and I needed that. I just felt sad. I also called my cycling friend and asked if we could meet up. She asked if I wanted to eat at a Vietnamese place. I told her what happened and she said I deserved better and couldn't believe that I didn't think something like this would happen since she is a known adulterer. I know something like this was inevitable. I just took Buffalo Chick's word for what it was. It's almost silly. I had suspicions during that one night, but she didn't give me a reason not to trust her. I'm going to miss her. I will miss the morning and night texts, and the texts throughout the day. I feel, though, that what she did was not okay, and I couldn't let her treat me like that. I need someone who wouldn't hold back on me. I was so afraid and I wanted to hold back with her, but I soldiered on anyway. I thought she deserved it because she was just so great. I went home after returning the dog toys I was supposed to send up to her. I'm not sending her a package anymore, even though I know I lost a bet. Surely she won't hold me to that now. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with a Houston keychain I bought. I played with Casper a bit. I then ended up in bed. I napped and I just woke up now. My cycling friend and I made plans to ride the weekly Pride Houston bike ride tonight. She said she will encourage me to go out more and actually date because apparently the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. <laughs> I'm not sure I agree with that, but it felt good for someone to hug me and tell me that I am awesome and that I deserve better. I just need to fill my days and thoughts with other things. Buffalo Chick took up so much room in my life and while it was wonderful while it lasted, I'll have to figure out how to move on from here. Back to the drawing board. I'm still very hurt and distraught though. Thanks, C. Wednesday, April 3, 8.48 a.m. I showed my therapist a screenshot of the texts that Buffalo Chick sent me. She said, I'm so sorry, 
My stomach hurts that I hurt you and possibly misled you and lied. I have no excuse. You have been nothing but wonderful to me and I let you down. And I didn't reply. And then she said in the morning, I should assume by your non-response that you don't want to talk to me and I don't blame you. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I don't know how you are feeling, but I am so sorry. I didn't think, I didn't expect things to progress to where they did. It was supposed to be random, spontaneous sex, which I needed and took from you. Then your attention got the best of me. I was selfish. I took it all without giving enough back. I never meant to hurt you, but you are what I needed at the time. I'm sorry I couldn't give you more. You deserve the world. You are an amazing person, intelligent and sweet and caring with so much to give. So again, I'm sorry. And I asked my therapist, see, can I, should I reply? I haven't been replying. I'm leaning more towards not, but I can't think about what's an appropriate or healthy response. I'm too sad. I miss talking to her, but I feel I won't be doing myself any favors by keeping her in my life, even as a friend. One option could be, thank you for your kind words, my therapist said. I wish you all the happiness you deserve. I said, okay, I'll try that. Thank you. My therapist asked me how it went, and I said, she didn't reply. I have the urge to say more, but it's probably not wise. I miss her so much, and I feel bad that I was lied to, and that I trusted a known adulterer. I was in bed most of the day taking naps with Casper. Hi, C. Last night, I went downtown downtown to ride a social ride. I saw some people I know, rode mostly with my friend. We branched out and ate at a restaurant near the midpoint. I was essentially whining to her most of the ride, but we were also laughing and we were joking around with the others. She said that I attract manipulators because I'm too nice. I'm not sure I feel okay with thinking of Buffalo Chick as a manipulator. But I am more focused on why I have been allowing these kinds of things in my life to happen. I actually thought this Buffalo Chick thing was great. Not that I thought we'd end up together, but it could have been something that lasted longer. If anything, I feel bad that my instincts led me to pain. I had a lot of fun while it lasted, though, and maybe that's what I needed to. But right now, I'm paying for it. I woke up to Buffalo Chick texting me that long text that I showed you. I didn't know what to say, and I think I went back to sleep thinking I'll ask you for help. I woke up and later texted her. I then was talking to my law school friends in our Facebook group. Facebook chat, and then later FaceTiming with one of them. I know I keep saying it, but I just feel so hurt. I occasionally think that I want to tell her I will miss her, 
and to maybe say that she should contact me if she ever gets a divorce or once she's ready to be more than friends. It's probably not wise. I'm afraid that I'm attracting broken people because I am myself broken. I honestly thought I was doing great and I was just going happily about my life when Buffalo Chick came along. I thought I was a good thing despite my many initial doubts. I was so scared and I had so many concerns, but I jumped in anyway. Now I feel heavy and that I could barely speak or stand again. I got up to pee, eat, and let Casper play in the backyard. He makes the cutest noises when he dreams and snores. I also went out briefly to the car to make some adjustments to my bike saddle. I went back inside and crawled into bed. I've just been on my phone reading random articles on Reddit, alternating between congratulating myself for putting myself out there and trying to face my fears and thinking I am so naive for trusting Buffalo Chick despite her showing me her capacity for dishonesty to her husband and dishonesty to herself. Yesterday, I volunteered to help with the ride packet pickup for a public ride the cycling club is organizing for Saturday. It's from 5 until 7. Getting ready for it now, so I'm sending this early. I basically waited in bed until I have to leave for it. I canceled riding with my friend earlier today because I just can't. I feel too miserable. I even briefly let myself think that I don't want to ride anymore at all. And I thought that was dangerous. I feel like today I've constantly been on the verge of crying. I haven't cried really. I probably should. Maybe tomorrow. I am afraid of going to Toronto and being alone or triggered by memories of Buffalo Chick. I'm looking forward to seeing my friend and his wife and being cooked pasta though. <laughs> I was joking with my friend yesterday that I will hook up with someone in Toronto. It's not at all healthy. Thanks, C. I'll see you tomorrow at 9.30. Wednesday, April 3, 2019, 8.20 p.m. C. I'm fighting the urge to text her more. I feel like acknowledging how good she made me feel too. I also kind of want to say that maybe we can talk again if she's ready to be more than just friends. But I know that's probably not healthy. It kind of goes back to she lied and I shouldn't want to associate myself with her. I flip-flop and say to myself that I can forgive this. But I guess... Letting too much slide is what got me into this abused partner hole in the first place. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to keep it together until I see you tomorrow. Wednesday, April 3, 2019, 10.58 p.m. Don't apologize, my therapist said. You are going to be okay. I will see you in the morning. I said thank you. I look forward to it. Good night. Thursday, April 4, 2019, 2.29 p.m. See, 
I'm pretty sure now that I'm not going on that trip to New York. I would rather go on my planned bike rides than go up there and mope around, hoping she'll give me the time of day. I can always go there under happier circumstances if ever. That leaves me with Monday free. Would you have time then for a session? Thursday, April 4, 2019, 6.10 p.m. Hi, C. Yesterday, I left to go volunteer at the packet pickup. It felt great, and it distracted me from what was making me feel bad. It felt good to see my bike mechanic friend there, too. It was a great distraction. I drove home. I felt tired. I ate dinner and crawled into bed. I browsed on my phone and texted with my friends and slept right after texting you. I think I also was entertaining myself by watching stand-up comedy on Netflix. I don't like watching anything to fill my brain and my attention, but I thought I needed it. I dreamt that someone was insisting that barren wasn't a word and I was infuriated, infuriated at them and threatened and later committed physical violence. I then started to doubt myself in my dream. I woke up at exactly the same time as I usually did when I used to text Buffalo Chick. I was glad that there was a message from my friend asking how my day went. I went back to sleep. I woke up once last night because of the thunder and rain Casper was startled awake and gave a surprised little bark. I had breakfast and looked after Casper. I then got ready to go see you. I felt myself feeling better about the situation from time to time. I can definitely say today was better than yesterday. I still do feel sad sometimes, though. I'm afraid I was only happy because I went to therapy or that my day was filled with activities, or that I'm seriously considering not going to New York and just devoting my time to the two rides I have been looking forward to for weeks. Felt a bit bad that I was missing them, but I thought Buffalo Chick was worth it. I went to Target to return some unused camping supplies and walked around. Bought some cheese for sandwiches for the rides. I went home and played with Casper. I cooked and ate lunch while watching another stand-up Netflix show, the Ellen one. I rested a bit and then I set up the indoor bike trainer that I bought from my friend. I need a different skewer for my bike so it will fit. Casper and I went to the bike shop to get the skewer and pick up my ride packet for Sunday. I went home and filmed myself riding my bike to analyze the form. I plan on going to yoga at 5.30. I'm afraid of being idle, but I will eventually have to be at peace with my thoughts. I have been thinking about what the kindest, most caring thing I can do for Buffalo Chick and possibly for myself. It's that I will have to let her go. It will have to be that choice because the alternative is not pretty at all, and will not well it will end up in even more hurt for me. Now I just have to live it. I hope it won't be too hard. I've spoken to my friend, 
and I asked her to go with me sometime to a lesbian bar when I get back. I said I might be great if she can invite some common cycling friends too. Thank you, C. Friday, April 5, 2019, 12.47 p.m. C, have you checked if I can see you Monday or today? I'm feeling that thing again where I feel like I need help but I don't know what to ask for. I'm not sure if it's the uncertainty that's bothering me. It may be major withdrawal from the buffalo chick addiction. It's hurt from the rejection and the thought of her moving on. I'm having, I'm having trouble focusing on the positive outcome of this experience. It's my mind refusing to see her actions were unkind to me and insisting I keep her in whatever capacity I can. My therapist replied, saying, I'm so sorry I didn't see the first message. I have a 2 p.m. open on the 8th. I said, thank you, I'll take it. Friday, April 5, 2019, 6.06 p.m. Hi, C. I went to yoga class last night, and it was difficult but rewarding. Most of last night was felt, was felt like a fog. I slept early, but kept waking up from the sadness. I didn't want to get up out of bed, and so I asked my dad to feed Casper, and I slept on and off until 9.30 a.m. when I told myself I needed to peel myself away from the bed and live my life. I had breakfast. I felt emotionally weak. My mom was there and her presence led me to doing productive productive things, like putting my bike trainer away and cleaning the drivetrain on my bike. I wanted to get a bike fit, but when I tried my bike again, I couldn't replicate the problem. It was during cleaning the drivetrain on my bike that I texted you earlier. I felt so bad. I didn't cry, but I almost did. I didn't want to be a whiny boo-hoo, I'm a victim person. I finished cleaning my bike and told myself I'm ready for 75 miles tomorrow. I took Casper to Home Depot to exchange the hose I broke while cleaning the bike. I then took him to the new location of one of the pet stores we like going to. It made me feel so good watching him enjoy himself. I got him treats and went home. My dad was home and I asked him to take me to Torchy's Tacos near our house. We had a good time and Casper drank a lot of water outside. We went home and I found out that my Sunday ride, the Montgomery one, has been canceled due to inclement weather. I'm disappointed and not exactly sure what to do with myself. I chatted with my cycling friends and my Italian friend. I then composed and sent a message to Buffalo Chick that I'd caused her discomfort gnawed at me too, and I meditated about my intentions. I'm not 100% sure, but I was sure I wanted to show her kindness not necessarily to get her to pick me, but truly and honestly 
because I wanted to somehow help release her from her hurt that I may or may not have caused and to encourage her. We're all just trying to find happiness in the world. I must admit that it lifted a weight off my chest so the motive was not entirely selfless. I hope that feeling lasts. I'm not expecting a response or that she even wants to talk to me again. It just couldn't sit well with me to think ill of her and I wanted to wish her well. I know that sounds eerily familiar too. I felt incredibly sad most of the day. I did have pockets of sadness though. And I tried to celebrate those. But I feel like I've been knocked down a few pegs and I'm back to having extremely unpleasant thoughts. I notice they are not as intense though and I am bouncing back. It will take a bit of time like always, but for now, but for now I'm back to taking things in smaller chunks of time. I'm at the vet with Casper for his yearly things and to investigate this new pained yelp he's been doing from time to time. He'll be okay though. I know I'm not always the best student, but I'm always grateful for your presence while I'm on this journey. Thanks, C. I'll see you Monday at 2 p.m. Saturday, April 6, 2019, 6.26 p.m. Hi, C. Casper had to have x-rays and I was worried. He has a kind of bad back because he's compensating for his popped-out knee. It's manageable though, but I was worried. I took him to the dog park for him to run around a bit. We then went home. My parents and I went out and got me some dinner. We ate at home. My friend called and we talked about next week. I'm looking forward to seeing him. I woke up not feeling sad today. I was up early to do 77 miles at a fundraiser ride. I then felt the sadness creeping in. I had things I needed to do though, and I didn't want to be late. I saw some acquaintances and friends at the ride start. I was terrified of the 77 miles ahead of me because it's something I've never done. It's not too far off from my previous personal best, however, and it was a relatively flat course. I knew I had it in me to finish. I just had to keep it together. Buffalo Chick texted back sometime during the ride. I didn't know it was her yet, but I had a suspicion. I refused to look at my phone because even thinking about what she might say made my legs weak as I was riding. I focused on myself. I focused on the beautiful fields of wildflowers. I focused on when the sun came out and the winds became warm. I said hello to the cows and other people. I practiced my drafting technique on seemingly experienced strangers. It helped a lot with the winds. I made friends with people who have never met before just because we rode together. They spurred me on and encouraged me even though I almost felt like crying from exhaustion and self-doubt. I didn't want to quit the ride though 
I believed in myself and I was surprised at what I could do. I was faster than I have ever been. I wanted to quit dating, though, to spare myself the heartaches. I flip-flopped between that and, ha, I'm strong, bring on the next heartbreak, sob, sob, sob. I'm leaning more on keep trying, though. Working on myself and dating maybe don't have to be mutually exclusive. I just don't know if I can do it. It's only one way to find out, though. I hung out with new and old friends. I then swung by my uncle's house for a bit to do a quick hello. I went home, collapsed on the couch, texted my long reply to Buffalo Chick, and then showered. I had phone sex with the Australian girl, and I matched with some pretty dog owner who seems to like swimming. I'm just vegging out now, but I forgot to eat. I'm trying. I'm doing. I just don't know or don't want to acknowledge a glaringly obvious to-others truth. How to proceed with Buffalo Chick. She came out to her husband earlier in the week and to her parents today. She credits me for helping her find who she is finally and for being herself. I'm disappointed that my Montgomery ride tomorrow is canceled due to the weather. I'm planning on swimming instead if I don't do a cycle bar session with my friend. Thank you, C. Live session Monday at 2, phone session Thursday at 10.30 is what I have. Saturday, April 6, 2019, 9.45 p.m. How is Casper? How did... Buffalo Chick's family react. How did you respond? My therapist said. And I said, Buffalo Chick. I wasn't sure how to respond or if I should. I still wasn't sure. But I realized that I have also caused you hurt by my inaction. And I couldn't live with myself with the thought that I've caused you any unhappiness. It's not an excuse either but I was and am disappointed and hurt. I think you know that I care a lot about you, more than a friend, and I decided to look past the circumstances because you were worth it, are worth it. I wanted to see where it will go. I needed to be in a headspace where I can contact you without hoping for anything more, where I can speak without looking like I'm asking you to pick me. I'm not sure that I am, but like I said before, I do miss you, and and it is very hard to fill the void that seizing our constant communication left. I'm just taking comfort in the fact that you think you're better suited with the other person. However, I think you also know, somewhere deep inside you, that you deserve much more than to take solace in a string of affairs. You are a great person, Buffalo Chick. Except for the lie, you have treated me with nothing but respect, tenderness, and kindness. Far more than I thought I deserved from you. I will always be grateful for it. Thank you for everything. You have been so wonderful to me. It confused me at times, really, all the attention. 
but I rolled with it. Much like I rolled with the feelings I've developed as we spoke. You deserve every happiness. You deserve to finally put your plans into place. And to face your fears. The beach house can wait. The other two bucket list items are a bit more pressing. You deserve to not live in fantasy worlds or affairs to escape the drudgery of your marriage. It's just another form of settling. You are clearly capable of finding someone so as not to be alone in life. Don't cut off pieces of yourself to fit a smaller mold. You will be okay no matter what. You are strong enough for all of that and more. We are all alike in that we are just trying to find happiness in the world. Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. She said, I don't want to not respond, but I need time to process because you are such a wonderful person. And she said in the morning, Hey, thank you for believing in me and helping me to find who I am. I know I hurt you in the process, and I will never forgive myself for that. You may never know, though, how important meeting you was. You helped me gain a confidence I didn't know I had. I told my husband this past week that I'm gay. I was finally honest with him about everything. I am planning on telling my parents today. I don't think I'd be here finally being me without you. I hope you realize how much you have to offer and that you never settle again. The attention, the kindness, the tenderness, you deserve that. Those things should be the normal and not the exception. Please know you're worth it. I replied, I said, my brain is fried right now because I just rode 55 or 77 miles, but I'm happy that I helped you find who you are and be true to yourself. Thank you for telling me that. No one could have done any of it but you, though. You are a confident person, and I do believe in you. I will always believe in you because I know you were a good person. I know that conversation with your husband must have been one of the most difficult conversations you've had with anyone. You've said your parents will understand and will be happy for you. It is worth it though, because now you're taking steps to being who you really are. No more lies, no more secret meetings. You've learned to do that and to survive. Now it's just honesty and freedom. I'm so excited for you. It will not be a cakewalk because it's not a perfect world, but it will be worth it. For the record, though, and as much as it is counterintuitive, I never thought I was settling with you. While I'm being honest and open, I actually don't know how to proceed with you, but I am over the moon that you are finally coming out it's not always ideal, and it's not always rainbows and butterflies, 
but everyone's story is different, and most of the time it unfolds gradually. I don't know, she said, I don't know how to proceed with you either, and settling, I meant you in the future. And I said, I suppose it depends on the blood of our wants and what we can and can't handle. And look at you with the confidence. I did get it, but I wanted to be clear too. Where did you ride? She said. And I said, it's a public fundraising ride my cycling club puts on every year. It benefits a local school district. I was getting tired by the last 10 miles, but I met some kind guys who rode with me in the end. She said, in Texas? Yes. I stayed last minute because I didn't feel like exploring, when I, in all likelihood, will be alone moping in New York slash Canada and making poor choices that don't benefit anyone. I told myself I'll come back in happier circumstances and explore then. My Grand Fondo ride was cancelled due to bad weather. I wouldn't have had the guts to text you. It felt like if I was in New York and texted, it would have been tainted or loaded somehow. I know it's weird, but overthink. I told my therapist that Casper's doing well. He's on a painkiller and what seems to be treats with cannabis oil on them. He doesn't seem high or anything. My dog is a stoner hippie now. He's just had a bath and he's lounging about with his squeaky stuffed octopus. Thank you for asking about him. I am not sure what their reaction is. I haven't asked her. The husband is away this weekend, but she seems to be safe if she was able to text, I guess. Here is the text thread. It's a long read, but that's everything. And she asked, she didn't respond to your last text. And um, Buffalo Chick said, I'm not sure what else to say. And I said, don't be sorry that I didn't go to New York. I had so much fun today. Tell me about the coming out conversations, if you're comfortable telling me. She said, oh, really? It was hard. I stressed. But in the long run, it was okay. Told my parents too. And my therapist asked, you okay? And I said, I'm honestly not sure how to answer that but I'm leaning on no in general. But I saw myself be okay more than a few times today. <sighs>